We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. Good morning. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And I am Pastor Getting More Jolly Every Day. <laughs> Not quite jolly yet, but Getting More Jolly Every Day. Uh, John Lekomsky, uh in Florida, still in Florida, although looking forward to coming home in a couple of weeks. How you doing, Matt? We're doing well. Oh, We're doing way, well. It's... What, what is this? What is it? What are we doing here? <laughs> This is oh, wrestling, wrestling with, the, with the basics. With the basics. Thanks, okay. Thanks, John. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, people need to know what they're listening to. <laughs> well, no, I'm this doing is well. A strange thing. You're, you're doing good. How was Easter? How was Holy Week? Everything go all right? Yeah, everything went well. You know, it's it's just funny because you, you're doing as a pastor, you're doing you know just as much work as any other Holy Week, and but it's just in different ways. No, because don't give we, me that. Don't give me that baloney. You didn't make any hospital calls. You didn't make any <laughs> shut-in calls, did you? Well, really? I'm not allowed to, John. I would otherwise. I, I a lot don't. of time on the phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do, isn't it, Matt? You, you're talking know, to people. You, yeah. You're just giving me a hard time. I know. No, I. one of our local um, nursing homes sent me two letters so far to yeah. ask me, please do not visit. Um, I'm assuming I'm not yeah. the only pastor who's receiving these letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, no. but yeah, yeah, stay away is is what the call of the day is during this pandemic, and that's a challenge as a pastor because, like you said, John, we are used to visiting in person and uh, communing people and praying with people, and it, it's tough. So, like I said, yeah, a lot of phone calls, no doubt about that, um, and, and talking to people, but at the same time, uh, boy, just uh, different, very different. But uh, we still, yeah, we still had our Holy Week services. We uh, had our Monday Thursday service, and we focused um, more on on foot washing and serving your neighbor rather than the Lord's Supper. Not that the Lord's Supper is unimportant, but especially this year when we can't receive it uh, in person, uh, we we thought, well, well, let's focus on that service aspect. Also, an important part of the the Last Supper, certainly. So that was our focus. And then uh, Good Friday, we had our Treyori oh. service in the afternoon, uh, Ten Embrace service in the evening, and then. We pre-recorded our Easter Sunday worship, and uh, just a great group of volunteers that put in a lot of hours to record that, to edit that, and then play it as if it was live uh, Easter Sunday morning. So finding new and creative ways to share God's Word and for allowing for uh, people to join in worship. So uh, the one good thing is, boy, you can share it with people with just a click of a button. So God's Word and worship, I think, going out more broadly, perhaps, than in past Easter Sundays, uh, thanks to uh, the, the gift of technology. And plus, you got to sleep in on Easter morning, didn't you, Matt? It was all pre-recorded. You don't mention Boy, it, that it, fact. It felt weird. Yeah, but, but Lisa, my wife, insisted that we all still get dressed up. So we all got oh, dressed up our, to our, watch uh, Easter our, services our on the computer. Katie did that, too. She got all the kids all in their Sunday best and everything just because it was we didn't. But then again, we're in Florida, where people don't dress up anyway. 
So, <laughs> uh, so it made for a nice family picture, and uh, you know, it still felt a little bit like Easter. But the main thing is, uh, Christ is risen, uh, and that's all that matters. So, thanks be to he God is for risen that. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Um, so I tell you what I would like to talk about on this uh, first, first Saturday after the strangest Easter in the history of Christianity. Uh, I would like to talk about my heart attack, if you if you don't mind. Yeah, if you are ready to talk about it, John, I know you mentioned it the past couple of Saturdays, and we've been praying for you. Uh, but yeah, we would we would love to hear about how things are going and and uh, everything that took place. And, and of course, my beloved wife says. No one wants to hear about your heart attack. We're <laughs> sick of hearing about your heart attack. And, and uh, of course, I, she's listening. She's listening even as I'm speaking to her. And so I'm just, I'm just teasing her because she has been my, uh, she has been my angel. You remember when Jesus was in the wilderness and how the angels came to uh, kind of provide for him and take care of him? And, and sure. she has been that angel. I would not have been able to make it through this uh, tribulation without her help. Uh, but I thought I needed a teaser. And, and, and she had a good point. She, she said, you know, John, people don't want to hear about your heart attack. They want to hear about Jesus. So I, I think, though, we can bring Jesus in. <laughs> well, you, you can work Jesus into the conversation, I'm sure, John. <laughs> I think we'll work, we can work in here. But, 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 you know, I, and I, I do, I, do I wonder... That. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, I think there's probably, you know, a number of listeners who have suffered heart attacks and have open heart surgery. And if not that, you know, certainly other health related issues. So I, I think it's People something that we can all relate trees. to. Well, yeah, like I wasn't going to. Yeah, thanks for going there, John. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Yes, even falling out of trees. <laughs> People people do know what it's like to to uh, be sick and to be injured and, and critical, even critical yes. nature sometimes. In fact, people maybe are struggling to recuperate and deal with cancer and what have you now. But but before we do that, I actually want to change the subject yet one more time, okay? Okay, go ahead. All right, let's see. Here's the thing. You, you young people, you young bloods out there, you have totally messed up Holy Week. I was reflecting on that <laughs> this, this last week. You have totally messed up Holy Week. Yeah, haven't you? Admit what did we do now, John? Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, come, come, Matt, tell everybody, we don't have Palm Sunday anymore, do we, Matt? No, I don't know which one of you smart guys decided we shouldn't have Palm Sunday. But what, what do we have now, Matt? I don't know. We've got an angry baby boomer is what we have, John. <laughs> oh, boy. But no, I mean, we, we observe Palm Sunday, but I know uh, there's a good number of churches that, that look at the, the Sunday of the Passion. Is that what you're getting at, John? Yeah. <laughs> is that your beef? That's my beef, because I'm listening. I want to hear just a really nice, decent Palm Sunday service. And, of course, oh, no. No, now we've got to read the whole passion story. And it's such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. No, we, we did focus on Palm Sunday at Ascension. Um, you know, did, you did have to you, tune you, in to Ascension. You didn't, you didn't read the nope. whole passion story and everything then? No, we did not. No, we didn't. I know that oh, is an option. Well, I'm though. coming to your church next year then. Okay. Because <laughs> here, here, here's my welcome. complaint. See, see, back when I was a kid, when I was a young blood, Palm Sunday was a re- it was just like it was in the Bible. It was a day of celebration, of shouting Hosanna, you know, and singing those great Palm Sunday songs. And you have the procession and you wave the palm branches. And usually we'd have confirmation 
preach on the one hand, kind of made church long that day. But if it, if it was your confirmation, that was a really fun thing, too. You'd have a dinner, and people would give you presents and everything. Uh, but now it's just, now it's taking all the fun out of Palm Sunday. Because <laughs> we're doing Good Friday already. Uh, and, 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 and here's my problem, Matt. I'll try to get to the point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since I know you don't have the sound effects to play because of the way we're doing things now. Uh, but it, to me, the old Holy Week was the pattern of life. Because that's how life is, right? Things are going along great. Things are going fantastic, right? Uh, if you're a disciple, you, you couldn't be happier on Palm Sunday. And then Monday comes, and Jesus cleanses the table. And Tuesday, Jesus shows up all the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and whatever see you got, the priests. And, and, and then Wednesday, you get to kind of lay back at Bethesda at Lazarus' home, and, and, and Thursday night you're, you're giving everybody high fives and arguing about who's going to be first in the kingdom, and then all of a sudden Jesus just pulls the rug out from under you, you know, and he starts talking about shedding his body and his blood, and he's talking about how you're going to deny him, and Peter says, oh, no, not me, and Jesus says, not you, you're the worst of them all, you'll deny me three times. And then he goes out and he prays, and you can tell he's suffering like he's never suffered before. And the next thing you know, they're taking him off, betrayed by Judas. And, and, and Matt, see, that was the pattern of my life. Lynn and I were doing great. We, we have our house up in Minnesota, and last summer we spent the summer riding bikes and taking walks and just enjoying ourselves. And we came back to New Athens, and we had our little bungalow there just for Lynn and me. And again, I was preaching, you know, I was supposed to preach Wednesdays and, and everything. And and then all of a sudden, God pulled a good Friday on me and just laid me low. And, and yeah. then on top of giving me a heart attack, we have the whole coronavirus. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm thinking that's what I like about it, because that is the pattern of life. We're just going along, having a good time, and then all of a sudden, boom. God lays the hammer on us. <laughs> but, of course, we can't do that anymore because then we have Passion Sunday. But anyway, that's my good point. <laughs> that's okay. Well, yeah, that, that's the, the rhythm of Holy Week, the rhythm of life, too, like you said. Boy, talk about highs and lows. And, you know, I think uh, especially when you look at Holy Week from the perspective of the disciples, they're probably just plain confused <laughs> as to what's going oh, on. Uh, and I think of us, too, at times, you know, sometimes with all these highs and lows, there's just confusion. Lord, what is going on? What's going to happen next? And uh, we just kind of are, are, are baffled at it all at times. So so what was it like for you when you fell out of that tree? Was it pretty much that pattern? Life was going good. You were, everything was hunky-dory, and all of a sudden, boom, you're flat, flat on your back. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Labor Day weekend and uh, enjoying time with my family. Uh, typically that, that I love those. I, I love secular holidays more and more, John, because, you know, people are, are off and, and there's no church service to do. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Labor yeah. Day is one of those days where you know, everyone's pretty much off. And, uh, you know, so I take the day off and there's no Labor Day church service. So with the family and thanks be to God for that time together. But we had uh, burgers in the fridge ready to grill them in a couple hours for dinner. And bam, you know, here comes this fall out of nowhere, an accident. And uh, 
off to the ER, change of plans, not just for that day, but for the next, <laughs> the next few months. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's tough. And, and that's like you pointed out, that's the way life is. And that's where Holy Week is. So that's why I like, I like the old pattern because that is the way it is. And so when these things happen to us, whether you fall out of a tree <laughs> or whether you get a heart attack, you should think, oh, okay. Yeah, that is the pattern. This isn't something unusual, something strange. It's it's the way it was for the disciples, and it is the way for all those who follow Jesus Christ. Now, here's here's my second problem. So, so you didn't get to celebrate the Lord's Supper this this Easter, did you? No, no, missed it. Not Monday Thursday either, right? No, not this year. Really, at any point, were you able to give people the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus? Uh, no, you know, and so it's uh, just to assure people the forgiveness of sins and the words of absolution that we continue to proclaim, uh, those words of forgiveness, and of course our baptism, to point people to their identity as a child of God in baptism and that connection to Christ and the new man that rises every day in forgiveness. But yeah, but still sorely missing the Lord's Supper, no doubt about it. And and no assembling together either, right? No, able no. to get any, no, no, everybody... Uh, of sheltering in place. Uh, That's and, right, and so here's the guidelines. The other thought I had, you know, I, I, I and, and I, I heard everyone say, because I listened to a whole bunch of sermons. I listened to more sermons this last week than I think I've probably listened to <laughs> in a couple of months. <laughs> um, and, 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 and I, I'm not arguing against what was said or what you said. I would have said the same thing. I would have reminded people, hey, we still have the word. Uh, you know, we, we still have the absolution. Uh, we still have the promise of our baptism. But I'm, I'm wondering if, we, if we're if we missing the point, Matt. Um, this is not, this. I, I do not think since the uh, uh, our first Holy Week, I don't think the church has ever had an Easter like this. I know people have said, oh, well, we've had plagues before. You know, we've had uh, these kind of things uh, before. Um but we always were able to celebrate the supper and we always got together and worshiped. Even if we were being persecuted, we were meeting in sewers, you know, to have an Easter. To not, and I think, Matt, I never thought in my lifetime I would see this, but I think, I think God has put us in the, uh, uh, he, he's taken us to Babylon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, that idea of exile and, uh, boy, to, to mourn and to long to be back at, at the temple, right? <laughs> back yeah. and to be able to worship. Yeah. I mean, to me, there's a direct parallel. We, 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 we cannot worship God. We, we can pray to him. I'm not denying that. We can hear his word. But worship involves people getting together. That's what worship is. You, you cannot worship as a, a hermit. And, and we can't have our, well, we don't call it a sacrifice, but, but our sacrament. We, we we can't have our sacrament, uh, uh, and and I think I think we need to wake up and realize this is God saying we need to repent. We really really need to repent. I don't think we should just shake this off and say oh it, it'll be better in a few months. I'm thinking no, the Lord is trying to make a very clear message here when He withholds His body and blood from us. That should make us sit up and think ooh ooh what's going on here? Uh, even as when He gives you a heart attack. It should make you sit up and think, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that's the interesting, yeah, that's the interesting thing with this pandemic. I mean, it affects 
everyone, everyone, because yeah. everyone always has some kind of bad thing happening in their life. You know, everyone has some kind of a wake up call, maybe from God. Maybe it's had a heart attack. Maybe it's the death of someone. Maybe it's uh, falling out of a tree, whatever it is. Um, but it's different for everyone. But what's unique in this is it, this is it's the same for everyone. Everyone in our nation yeah. and really around the world is affected by the very same thing, this pandemic. And it's as a result, like you pointed out, we, we can't gather for worship. We can't receive the Lord's Supper. And, and you're right. That's what worshiping is, right? You know, the, the people of God, the church, gathering around word and sacrament. Um, so it's my hope that as a pastor, one of the things that comes out of this is just a, a deeper appreciation for that great gift from God to see it as the gift it is uh, in worship. Uh, not something that we take for granted. So did did you get the notes that I sent you, Matt? Yeah, sure did. Did were you able to print them out? I was. I've got them right here in front of me. This is a okay. rare thing for wrestling the basics. I actually, be prepared somewhat have, <laughs> and have written notes. So this the world is, is, is changing, different. isn't it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> we're not flying by the seat of our pants prepare. for a change. <laughs> There's a plan. Yeah. So 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 I sent Matt when when the early Reformation got started, the church was just really, really in a mess, okay? And I'm wondering if the Lord isn't saying, man, the church is still in a mess. But but they sent out these instructs, these visitors, to go to the churches and to, to try to get things straightened out and try to make sure that the right teachings were being taught. And and, and so this is, comes from the instructions they were given to the uh, visitors of the parish pastors there uh, in electoral Saxony in Germany there. Could you read what it says about tribulation? This is what people were supposed to teach about tribulation. Yes, there's, there's three points. So number one says, to the, the third part of Christian life, that is the doing of good works, belongs also to the knowledge of how one shall meet tribulation. First, we are to teach the people that are uh, we're to teach people that all tribulation, not only of the spirit, but also of the body, is sent from God whether it is poverty or illness, danger to children, peril of possessions or hunger. God would thereby admonish us and awaken us to penance. When we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 32, but when we are judged by the Lord, we are chastened so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So, so I think the thing we need to wrestle with, and, and we, we, we should not dismiss this. We should not say, oh, oh, that's okay, in a few weeks we'll be doing things back the way we... No, no, I, I did, this is a profound thing that has happened, that we cannot celebrate the supper, that we cannot gather together, and, and it is a call. It is a call for us to, 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 that God did this. This is a call for penitence. Uh, my heart attack was a call for, for repentance. Uh, but but read paragraph number two because I think that's you got to follow it right up there. It's not enough just to say that we need to repent, but but yeah. read paragraph number two if you would. Yeah. Now it is not enough to know that God sends such experiences. We must also teach that in the midst of these tribulations, we are to call upon Him and confidently believe that He will help us, as we have experienced above in regard to prayer. So God says in Psalm forty nine, uh, "Call upon Me in the day of trouble." I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. And and so here's the thing. Here's why it's important that I realize that my heart attack was a call from God to repent. Okay, Because if my heart attack was simply the result of, of uh, uh, heredity 
And it could be because my mom had uh, quintuplet, 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 five of them. She had five bypasses. <laughs> five. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and thanks, Mom. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, <I think laughs> because I like to eat a lot of fatty, greasy fried food. You know, then there's not a whole lot of hope for me, is there? Because I can't change my heredity. And I know my wife's working really hard to get me to eat more fruits and vegetables. But, but that's going to be a challenge to eat healthy. But if this was by the hand of God, well, now we're back to Holy Week again, right? So we're happy and we're going along. We think there's no problems. And the Lord says, what? What's wrong with you? You're a bunch of sinners. You should all go to hell. And he just knocks us down like he did with Peter and James and John and the rest of the disciples. But then what happened three days later on Easter, Matt? No, the resurrection. He overcomes. Yeah. And what's the first thing he says to the guys when he sees them Easter night? Yeah, peace be with you. Right? Fear yeah, and not. again I say, and again I say peace. It's like, just in case you didn't get it the first time. So see, that's the great thing for the coronavirus. That's the great thing for my heart attack. I know the Lord loves me. I know my sins are forgiven. Lord, I'm still struggling the fact that no one has been able to come and give me your body and blood. And so we're going to need to contemplate that. If there are things in the church that need to be done differently, oh, God, help us to see that. And I know in my own personal life, the thing that needs to be done differently is I just need to trust in him more. Because I tell you what, Matt, in this heart attack, I've been just whining and complaining. My wife is a saint, (laughs) considering (laughs) what she's had to put up with these last few weeks. But that's the thing. He will forgive me that. He will forgive me that. He will strengthen me that. But I, I am calling out to all the people out there, please don't dismiss this coronavirus and just say, oh, it's just something that happened. No, I think I think the impact it's had on us as a church is, is worth contemplating. We, we need to repent. There may be things we need to be doing differently as a church body and as individuals. Uh, and, and chief and foremost, of course, like I said, we just really need to realize we you got to have the Lord and His forgiveness. We don't have anything. So that was my uh, that was my heart attack story. I wanted to share with you and everybody, Matt. Well, thanks, John. And uh, that call of repentance is is for each one of us. I mean, that's what we need that that life of daily repentance and that daily forgiveness uh, that's ours in, in Christ crucified and risen. But yeah, I well, think you're right. And, I think and, you. Know, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I think the church, uh, you know, as, as people do return to church, we need to, to unpack this. You know, what does this pandemic mean? How does this shape us as Christians and as the church? I think you're right. Um, and, and, and you know, I, there are things that I think we can be doing differently as a church, but then I keep remembering the words of Jesus where he says, if you think these are worse offenders than all the others, no, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So that's where I need to hang out right now is just remembering, okay, this is this is God's call to me to uh, um, to contemplate what my life is like. And if there's things that I need to be doing differently to do differently, but like I said, I think primarily just to really not take things for granted, but to just trust that the Lord is the one who's going to take care and provide. And um, I tell you what, I need to talk to you about hell, because I, I, I felt like I experienced hell, but we don't have time for that today. Uh, but okay, we'll we'll, do that at a different show, too. So. Well, hell next week, folks, on Rest of the <laughs> Basics. So <laughs> tune in again <laughs> as we continue to uh, to unpack 
and, and talk about not only uh, Pastor John's uh, experience with uh, the heart attack, but also uh, the suffering each one of us faces, and especially in as the world faces this pandemic uh, called the coronavirus. Okay, well, that sounds good, John. We'll pick up next week. Is that okay? That sounds great. And this has been Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.